0: Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well. Here I am back again, another week, another episode. Um, I am recording this a little bit earlier than I usually record just because I am going to be going home to Minnesota for a week starting tomorrow. Um, One of my best friends is getting married and I don't plan on bringing my microphone with me. So I'm recording this ahead of time so it can be ready for y'all uh, this coming Thursday. Um, so I'm actually recording this today on Monday, June 19th. Today is Juneteenth. Um, and I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that and acknowledge the the history behind it, which I would hope that you all know generally like what Juneteenth is by this point but um basically it basically commemorates um the you know the freedom of black people from slavery um in this country and it specifically marks the day when troops uh entered Texas and um ensured that all enslaved folks Are freed um, back in 1865. Uh, One thing that's important to note is that the Emancipation Proclamation um, was actually signed and went into effect in 1863, so two years, over two years, like two and a half years before this date. Um, But not everyone was freed because of this, because of the Emancipation Proclamation, um, and a lot of people didn't even know that they were free until much later. So that kind of shows you how, how even with legislation and even going through official means, um, things are still corrupt, there are still loopholes and people in power can take advantage of systems, you know, regardless. Um, it takes more than just signing a piece of paper to enact change and I think that it's important that we all um remember that you know uh going forward um and with that being said um I can definitely talk about this more in a larger episode I'd love to have folks on here who you know have more direct ties and experiences to this topic but um just remember that the effects of slavery and the treatment of the black community um even centuries ago are still seen today um whether that's you know manifested into uh jim crow or mass incarceration um you know anything anything really that you can think of nowadays that's happening um it's just important to know that there's still a lot of work to be done, and I think that you know it's it's obviously great that Juneteenth is now federally recognized; it's a federal holiday. Um, that being said, if we want to actually uplift the Black community who has been so greatly harmed, um reparations are necessary abolition is necessary that is the way forward and and Juneteenth is more than just a day that you have off work um, these other these other important actions these other tangible actions need to happen as well um, so the other thing that I want to say is um, it's really important to, redistribute your wealth if you if you have the ability to do so so a lot of folks you know a lot of us um, or a lot of you might have work off today hopefully you know your your workplace does recognize Juneteenth and if so it may and if you are getting paid time off especially um, maybe take some time to uh, redistribute some of some of that money, some of your salary to um, mutual aid funds and groups uh, who support um, different initiatives and efforts within the Black community and just the Black community as a whole. Um, I'll link some, you know, sites and donation funds in the description of this podcast as well. Um, but just really think critically about that and think critically about your place. Remember Juneteenth? I think this goes without saying, but I've seen a lot of folks tweet about this because I guess people are, or tend to co-opt you know, holidays that aren't for them, but Juneteenth is specifically for black people, it's for those who were enslaved. Um, other people of color, other communities of color cannot claim this this day, um, so use this time to uplift the people in your life and who who are directly impacted by this and whose ancestors were directly impacted by, by this and the horrific things that have happened in the history of this country. Um, and yeah, just take some time to sit with that. Um, I also, uh, unfortunately, I just, I was just, um, you know, look, looking up some stuff about Juneteenth, and I saw that there was a shooting at a parade, a Juneteenth parade or celebration in Illinois. Um, uh, from what I could see so far, it looks like, um, you know, multiple people were shot, one man was killed, and that's really heartbreaking to see. I honestly haven't really seen any noise about it on any social media. Like I literally just found it because I Googled Juneteenth and this is what came up on a few different news sites. So um, I'm sure we'll learn more as uh, as time continues. But again, this points to a plethora of issues as well. I've talked about, you know, the number of shootings that have happened even in the time that I've started this podcast, you know, on here, and it's really unfortunate that this is still the case. I, again, it's hard to even really find the words, um, but just know that I'm feeling it really deeply within my soul, and gun gun violence is, is a huge issue and needs just things need to change, things need to change. Um, But I hope that those of you who are taking time to acknowledge or celebrate or whatever you'd like to do for Juneteenth, um, I hope that you all are safe and please, please, please protect um, your black friends and neighbors and peers um, today and always. And yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. Again, I'll leave um Some funds and things like that linked in the description of this podcast. Um, but thank you all for tuning in and I, you know, like I said in my activism is for everyone episode, um, regardless of how you choose to interact with and grapple with um, this country's history and this world's history, it's definitely appreciated and definitely get uncomfort- uncomfortable and, and do that work of unlearning and learning and advocacy in whatever way you know best. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about something, I guess kind of random, but it And again, I'm sorry for the noises outside. <sighs> I feel like I say this every week and maybe it doesn't bother you all that much, but it definitely bothers me. Um But whatever. Anyway, uh so this is kind of a random episode, but it's been, obviously it's been on my mind because like I said, I'm going home this week because my, one of my best friends from high school, we didn't go to the same high school. We met through a mutual friend, like at a mutual friend's birthday party. Um, Christina, she's getting married to Ben, who is also um, I'm happy to say a friend of mine now. To um, this this coming weekend, and I'm actually officiating their wedding, which is bonkers. Um, I I never thought that I would be in this position, honestly, and I'm I'm very 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 touched. Um, one day, Christina texted me, and she was like hey, I have a big favor to ask of you. And this would have never even crossed my mind, right? But she said, would you... She asked me if I would officiate their wedding. And I was like, of course, um, I would be honored. And just to have someone think of you in that sense, to, to marry them is so... It's such a great honor. Like, I, I I, don't even know if I have fully processed it or ever will just because, I mean, you could you could genuinely ask anyone, right? And a lot of times people go with, like, if they're of a certain culture or religion, they'll go with someone who obviously, like, is official in that sense, like, like a priest or something. Um, but they asked me... And I, I've seen their relationship through a lot of different phases. Um, they started dating, you know, in high school. So it's been quite a while, too, like eight years of dating and being engaged, obviously, like being together. And um, Christina and I both went to the University of Minnesota together. So I was able to, to see kind of how their relationship grew and transpired through all of that and it's it's just really cool to be here um like on the other side of it all and to uh, I just can't believe like this week is literally their wedding week and I'm gonna be up there marrying them like oh my gosh it's in in a lot of ways I definitely feel um nervous because I don't it's like someone's most like it's like their most important day of their lives you know like more or less, like, like, there are very few other days that I feel like carry similar weight. And, and I want to do it perfectly. Like, there's no room for any type of messing up. Um, And they've been really gracious with everything, with all of my ideas, with the way, like, we, we have a script and all of that, and you know we've kind of worked smoothly on it together like I think it's coming together really well and I there are parts of it so I'll obviously be talking about you know my perspective on their relationship and you know why we're all gathered here today you know um and that part is a little bit of a surprise um in the script so I've written out like my own I guess portion or like speech of the of the wedding script and it'll be really nice to read that out to them and read that out to everyone there, there like all of their loved ones, things like that. So yeah, it should be... Um, it'll just be a very moving time and um, it's cool to be a part of stuff like this. Um, I still need to find... I have, I have my outfit for the rehearsal dinner, um, but I still need to find a dress to wear for the actual wedding. I do have like... a backup like option but it would be nice to get something else like I spent some time yesterday hunting along Newberry Street here in Boston trying to find something but nothing was really flying so I'm gonna keep looking in Rochester and uh, hopefully things will come together Um, yeah so basically I just wanted to talk about weddings in general because I thought that would be fun to do, especially because it is the summertime, it's wedding season, and I'm also at a point in my life where I do have friends. Like, I'm 24, um, and, you know, my friends are, like, a lot of my friends are around that age, a little... Like, you know, whatever, you get it. So I do have friends who are getting married. I attended... Um, wedding last summer my I mean I've attended many weddings like family weddings and things like that but of my friends were like my family wasn't invited as well um like my college friends or whatever high school friends um I it, that's starting to arise and so last summer my one of my close friends Erica and she got married to Tom um their wedding was really cool to see Um, And it was just, it's just wild to see, like, people, like, my friends getting married. Um, And so sweet to see as well. Um, So I'm excited to see all that transpires this coming weekend. um, Considering, I mean, I'm the one marrying them. So I guess I'll definitely be seeing the marriage happen. Um, But, yeah, it'll, it's just, it's just wild to be at this point, In life and I don't know how it feels to be in their shoes cuz I am NOT getting married anytime soon I'm don't I'm not dating anyone so I feel like and that's I feel like that's kind of a prerequisite to get engaged and to get married um, obviously so we will see what happens on that front but yeah I think A lot of people choose to get married like in the summertime, which, of course, I feel like that's kind of coined as the wedding season, like kind of like that May to maybe September time frame. Um, And of course, people get married outside of that as well. Like my cousin got married in November of this past year, and I went to that. Um, And it's just, I don't know, it's just so hard to process the fact that like, I talk about a lot about this a lot with my friends who are in a similar boat to I am, or who are around the same age as I am. And we're like, it's wild that like some of us, you know, are doing this and pursuing this and living in these places. And then there's other friends who are, who have bought houses and are engaged or married and are, are doing whatever it is in that respect too. And it's, It kind of just shows that the timeline is different for everyone and I don't think that we should feel any sort of pressure in that sense but of course like socially there is still a bit of a pressure but it's hard to even know what to follow because it's like everything takes time and you have to build up to that. It's also at the point where I'll be, if I'm at like a family event or family wedding, the questions are always like, oh, like, when are you getting married? You're up next type stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know what you expect. I don't know what I even should expect. And I, I will say right here and now I do want to get married. That's always something that I've wanted to do. Um, I love, love, I'm definitely romantic and... I can't wait to, you know, be in love with the love of my life and marry them and then like start a family and all of that. Like, I think that'll be such a fulfilling time in my life. And obviously, like, you can be fulfilled outside of that. And I am fulfilled now with the the things that I've accomplished and the experiences that I've had. But I'm also excited for that aspect as well. Um, But I think it's also important to remember that that aspect of life isn't everything. Um, And honestly, it's really hard to even, it's really hard to navigate those pressures because on one hand, people are like, they expect you to be the most successful person in your career and to be doing all this amazing stuff, you know, like you have to be admired in that regard. But then it's also like, oh, like you're judged if you You're judged if you don't get married. You're judged if you do get married. It's like you literally can't win. Um, And it's just exhausting. It's exhausting to please everyone's idealized version of a timeline, of a life timeline. And frankly, I'm just over it. I think a lot of people are. And I think that honestly, for your own good, it's important to just focus on what fulfills you and what makes you happy like I have plenty of friends who don't want to get married I have plenty of friends who do want to get married and I support all of it um I've it's just it's just life like do whatever you want to do um because people are going to have a problem either way um and that's something that I've thought about a lot specifically with weddings so let's say you do choose to get married and you choose to have like a wedding and invite people. Ceremony type situation Um, As an Indian Indian weddings are very very fun. They're very very extravagant and they're very very big Uh, There's gonna be a lot of people there most likely Um, It's several days. It's not just one day and It's just a grand old time and you want to make it I feel like there's this thing about making it as grand as possible like people you know how people have opinions on weddings? Like I was just saying like people have an opinion on everything. It'll suit some people's needs, it won't suit other people's needs or preferences or whatever. Um so there's a lot riding on it as well, but I truly think that your wedding is like you're the one putting the energy into it, you're the one paying for it. So don't care what anyone else thinks like it's your day like you have fun like the most important thing is like you you getting married to this person you love, right? Um, and I think that people often lose sight of that. And that's something that I definitely don't want to lose sight of when I'm at that point and I'm planning my wedding. Um, Just because ugh, there's so much noise and people want so many different things. And it's like, honestly, that is the one day when, like, I spend so much of my life caring about others and making sure that they're comfortable. And it's not that I wouldn't care about that, when it comes to like any event that I host. But when it comes to my wedding day, it's gonna be what I want. And if you have a problem with that, that's that's your problem, you know? Like, I don't really care. Um, and if you don't like it, you can leave. Like, honestly, like I don't want anyone there who is not fully in support of my happiness and my love for this other person uh, and, you know, vice versa, um, I've always, an October wedding, like, sometime in that fall, like, I don't know, I love the month of October, and I think that I would love to have a wedding during that time, just with the fall colors and stuff like that, but it also depends on where it takes place, um, and it depends on, obviously, the person I'm marrying, like, if he, like, if his birthday's in October, then I don't think we should have our wedding in October because birthdays are also really important. And I don't want our, like, wedding anniversary to be so close to, like, either of our birthdays. So, that's such a little thing, I feel like, but I don't know. So, obviously, that's very conditional. I think, like, for me, myself, I would love to have, like, a fall wedding just because I love those colors and I love that crisp cool air like you're not sweating but it can still be comfortable to be outside depending on where you are in the world um and just have like more of like a naturey feel toward it um and of course that's all subject to change because I was talking to some of my family at the wedding at my cousin's wedding in November and um we were thinking like oh like what if It would be cool to, like, have my wedding in, like, the Bay Area, right? And if that's the case, then it doesn't really matter if it's in October because the Bay Area is kind of, it's kind of, like, a similar weather year round, more or less. Um, and the fall colors won't be, like, as prominent there as they would be, like, if I were having my wedding in Minnesota, if I were having my wedding in somewhere in, like, New England, for example. Um... So I don't know, just like fruit for thought, I guess, because I also want to make sure that my wedding is as accessible as possible for my loved ones to attend. Um, like, I do want it to be like in a cool location, but at the same time, if if it's to destination, like how many people realistically will be able to come? And I want it to be as much of a party as possible, and that can only be made possible by the people by my loved ones by my friends and family who have seen me grow you know all throughout my life um the other goal that i have is i you know split equally with my with the person i'm marrying i want to pay for the wedding myself like i know that a lot of people have their parents um, help them out and honestly realistically that might be the case i don't know um but it would just be nice to do this one thing for myself. It's just that weddings can be so expensive, especially Indian weddings. Like people spend basically the the entire cost of like a, a good sized house on these weddings and for and it's for like a week at most, which is really hard to fathom and really scary, honestly. Um so sometimes I think about that and I get overwhelmed by it and I'm like And I'm like, maybe, you know, when the time comes, maybe I'll just have, maybe I'll just not have a wedding. (laughs) Like, maybe I'll just marry, you know, my person and that'll be that, like, a small sort of intimate situation. Um, But at the same time, I feel like I also want to, a lot of my friends, especially my friends who aren't Indian, like, I want to give that experience of going to, like, a really fun, lit, like, Indian wedding you know like I I I have it's like I'm torn basically about what I want to do in that regard um so I don't know we'll see what happens when the time comes again it also depends on my partner and what he wants and like that whole gist but I'm definitely excited to see how it transpires there's just so much pressure in general though because I know I'm gonna be stressed out about pictures and how those turn out because it's like you only get one shot right like if you don't like you gotta like your wedding pictures like I would literally like I'm already stressed like I don't want to have like a huge breakdown over them and never want to look at them like I want to have like good wedding pictures that will live on forever and like that I could share with my kids and etc and stuff like that um so I'm definitely nervous about that see it's like I'm stressing about all these things that aren't even close to even happening yet. But when I see, like, my friends getting married and stuff, I get reminded of it. Um, And it's just something that is in the back of my mind because I know that, you know, within a certain amount of time, my day will come too. Um, And I'm, like I said, I'm excited for it, but I know that I'm going to be so anxious and I know that I'm going to be so... uh, stressed and like uptight about things because i i just i'm someone who wants everything to go absolutely perfectly and i want it to be the way i envision and i think to a certain extent you have to accept that that's not necessarily going to be the case like you can't control especially if you invite so many guests to your wedding you can't control what everyone does or says um you can't control little like mishaps or snafus that happen like that's just how it is and so it's part of me also like conditioning myself to reach that point of acceptance i guess um and part of the reason i want to pay first much of the wedding or at least like my half of the wedding like as much as i can like on my own is because i don't want other people to have a say in my day you know like i want it to be what i want first and foremostly and truthfully like i've been to weddings where during the ceremony People literally are talking to each other. Like, and I'm like, you're, there's people getting married. It's like their day. Like, can you please, like, sit down and be quiet and just pay attention to what's happening in front of you, right? Like, I just think that's really disrespectful. And it's like, if I don't know your name and if you are there just to show face and say, like, oh, I was invited to this wedding, which I feel like happens a lot in, um, in like the Indian community and probably a lot of other communities too. Um, I don't want you there like I want you there because you genuinely inherently in your heart are happy for me and are happy to see me like want to see me celebrate the love that I have in my life you know um and I know that can only go so far like there's obviously like the politics of it all of like who's gonna be hurt if you don't invite them and who isn't who doesn't care blah 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 right but I don't know, like, I just think everyone's entitled to have that day for them. Like, you're entitled to be as selfish as you want to be um, on that day because it is, again, it is really expensive. You've invested, like, probably a year, however long, of planning into this. And on top of all of that, everyone expects, especially, like, the bride to look fantastic and to be greeting everyone and to be doing all of these things on top of the fact that they're actually, like, trying to celebrate marrying this person and have a good time themselves you know and so I don't know I I think that there's I obviously don't think that that gives people the right to be mean to those who are helping them like I don't agree with like the bridezilla uh situation at all like don't be don't be mean like don't your 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 wedding party they're not your servants people are all doing their best and again you have to accept that maybe not everything will go according to plan but you also are allowed to prioritize your happiness for once like if something is stressing you out too much or if someone isn't adding to your life um or or draining you in that sense or if someone like genuinely it feels like they're going completely against the vision that you want for your wedding. Like, you have every right to speak out about that and say, you know, this isn't what I want and this isn't what's gonna make me happy. Um, I think that's reasonable and not too much to ask, uh, for sure. But, yeah, it's just, it's an exciting time, honestly, being, being in this position and seeing all these people get married and I think also, like there are some people who get married super young, like I have friends who are getting married, you know, at our age right now, and then I have friends who will get married later, and I don't even know, like I obviously don't even know when I'm gonna get married, right? Um, I look forward to that day a lot though, but yeah, it's really hard to know. I feel like whatever it is, I just want it to be a team effort with my partner, and I just want to enjoy as much of it as I possibly can um but yeah I really oh it's such a it's such an interesting time oh my gosh and I love like all of the there's so many random like rom-coms or stuff that kind of center around weddings and things like that and they're just so fun to watch um and kind of like get inspiration from them and just see people navigate I don't know these types of situations like obviously like 27 Dresses is a classic one um there's like this Netflix movie called Wedding Season um and it it takes place in the U.S. but the main characters are Indian um and it's kind of an interesting look at again like navigating that the brown wedding space um so I I showed it to my mom actually like I've watched it once I watched it twice once on my own and then I showed it again to my mom because it was just like I just thought it was kind of interesting, but yeah, I, I'll i let you all know, you know how this coming week goes. Again, I still can't believe I'm officiating this wedding, um, and I definitely have a lot more thoughts on weddings and marriage and all of that, um, and I would love to, again, have some friends on here who may have different thoughts or may want different things for their lives than I do because um, I think those would just be really interesting conversations to have. Um, and then to that extent too, I do want to dive a little bit more deeply into romantic relationships and my own experiences because trust me, I have quite a lot. Uh, I could write novels upon novels on the things that I've experienced in that realm. Um, and I... I, that's like a whole episode in itself I feel like and I don't know if I'm ready honestly to dive into that maybe one day I'll whip out the microphone and give it a whirl but until then um, definitely let me know like what your thoughts are on wedding season and weddings and the pressures and all of that um, and any questions that you might have for me and thank you all so much for listening um, before we go, I do want to, you know, go over something that filled me with uh, joy or love this past week. Um, I've been able to see a lot of different friends, which is really nice. Like, especially friends, I do have a few friends who are moving out of Boston and moving to other places, or everyone's kind of going in a different direction and so being able to see all of those people before people take off has been really nice um and as usual I've been reading a lot um I finally watched uh Lady Chatterley's Lover on Netflix um it had been on my list for a long 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 time but i never gotten around to watching it so I finally did and it was really good I just love a good historical fiction piece like that like I think that if you like um stuff like Bridgerton you'd probably really like this so definitely watch that and let me know what you think it's pretty long it's like two hours I believe but it's worth it in my opinion it's pretty steamy I will say um and then yeah and then in terms of like a song suggestion um I, oh my god, there's so many. I I should have thought about this beforehand. Um, But give me one second and let me figure out what I want to suggest to you all. Okay, so I'm back with my song or like music suggestion. Um, I don't think I've mentioned uh, Jacob Banks yet on here. And he's one of my favorite artists. Uh, Honestly, probably the best concert I've ever seen was his. It was... Absolutely phenomenal. He is probably one of the best voices on this planet, honestly. Like, I think that he has one of the best voices. I think that he's he deserves like every award, every Grammy, like whatever it is. Like, he just is so gifted, and it, it frustrates me that he's not bigger because I mean, I kind of like it because it kind of gives him more intimacy to his music, but at the same time, he deserves all of the credit and like all the flowers like he's so good he's british um and he has a lot of amazing music like honestly i recommend all of it some of my favorite songs by him are chain smoking found um devil that i know uh prosecco honestly there are so many um grown up slow up there's so many, so just listen to his discography. Honestly, um, I have a few of his songs on my summer playlist and just other playlists that I have in general. Um, but he is such a moving person, so gifted, and I highly recommend listening to him. Um, and also, he is black. You know, it's it's nice to support artists of color in this, well, in this world, but also just in music. I think that's really important to do. Um, and I also forgot to mention when I was talking about Juneteenth earlier, um, if you are looking for more reading on, in general, just the history of this country and the Black experience, I feel like, uh, there are a few books that could be helpful in that regard. Um, I think White Rage by by Carol Anderson is honestly, like, a required reading, especially for white people, and then especially also for... Um, non-black people of color basically anyone who isn't black should read that book because it's so important um and the new Jim Crow is also a really good read anything by Ta-Nehisi Coates is also phenomenal Toni Morrison oh my gosh there are so many I I just I really really think that if you want to get like a deep understanding of how since the beginning of this country like things have been impacted and the black community hasn't been impacted. Reading these books is really important and reading books like white rage is really important. So give those a go. Let me know what you think and thank you all so much for listening and I'm sending you all lots of love and I will see you next week.